0: Again to working mama fat cat. To the Working Mama Podcast. My name is Bethany, and on this show, we will talk about all things mommy, from the hilarious to the disgusting to the sometimes anxiety-ridden adventures of motherhood. We'll talk about life and how to balance it all, how to reclaim your identity after becoming a parent. I'll talk about what works for me. And at the very least, help you feel a little less alone and a little bit more like we're all in a dumpster fire trying to figure this out together. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to episode six. This is part two of our eczema journey with Callie. Um, This episode was a little bit delayed. It was supposed to be last Thursday, but that stomach flu that I was talking about on Tuesday with Callie transferred to me Thursday and to Friday. So that didn't happen until today because right after me, Olive and Jameson, uh, hopped on board. And when I had it, Chris had it. So I don't know. Any of you out there had like a, a stomach bug in your house for a literal month? I don't know what is happening. I don't know if we're like, just like bouncing it back and forth to each other or if it's been two separate stomach bugs or what, but it's never ending. And just when you think everyone's getting better, like, okay, we've been good for a few days. Boom. Someone is not fine. Someone is not okay. I don't know. So I am like ordering probiotic gummies for the kids. Um, I have some stuff that I, I take when I have like stomach issues Um, it's like a peppermint oil, I don't know. So anyway, I took two of those today, I'm gonna try to talk Chris into taking them, he's weird about taking stuff, which I probably should be more of, but that's alright. Okay, so, for my update, I'm on spring break, yeah, but I will say... Um, day one of spring break, and I've already threatened to rip my face off. Chris is at work, and I was like, I'm going to lose my marbles. My kids, you guys, woke up today on the wrong, the whole wrong side of the bed. Like, I can't even explain to you the amount of whining and crying and fighting, biting. I don't even, like, you name it feel like I'm in the twilight zone so I put up the bounce house in the playroom that helped for about four minutes and then someone just pray for me I put them up for an early nap usually they don't nap until like two o'clock in the afternoon you guys 10 30 we're going upstairs but they fell asleep like quickly so I'm really hoping my voice does not wake them up it was just downpouring so hard. And I was like, oh. typically I love when it rains and like storms and there's thunder. But I was like, Lord, if you wake up my kids. hopes of not waking my kids up, I'm sitting in the sunroom right now, which is like on the back of my house. So anyways, um, oh my gosh, my gratitudes today. I cannot even, this first one, you guys. I am so freaking grateful for the people I work with. Friday, like I said, I I had the stomach flu Thursday night. I'm fresh out of days. Like, I'm going to get in trouble if I miss any more days. And I'll earn a few or, like, just enough to keep my head above water. But this year has been, like, no other year ever. I don't know if it's because, um, like, we were so protected by the masks that, we didn't get exposed to anything for like a year and now that we are not all wearing the masks and we're just kind of like out and about like pre-covid so I'm not sure if maybe their immune systems are just down from not being exposed to anything for so long and now they're just catching everything but this year has been rough. Friday I went into school feeling awful and my teaching partners like I walked in the door and they were like We've got it all planned out. Like minimal effort for you today. We're gonna survive, and so they just have hearts of gold. They're such like selfless people. So I'm. That's like a huge gratitude for me. They saved my life on Friday. Ooh, number two. I know. I'm grateful that my mom is letting me come over for dinner tonight. You know what? I'm just gonna say this. I'm a baby. Okay. Every time every time I think about this, I just have to laugh at myself. So Chris is starting golf league tonight. So today's his first day, and I knew that today was my first day of spring break. I don't know if I had like, a, like an intuition that my kids were going to be a hot, steamy mess today or what, but I was like, Mom, can me and the kids come over for dinner Monday? We're going to definitely need to get out of the house at some point. So I just laugh every time I act like that because my best friend, Janelle, her husband travels. He is like a very successful, I don't, I think he's in sales. I don't know. I don't want to say it wrong, but so he travels and then she's like with the, bo- she has two young boys and she is like a super mom. I don't, but it's just funny because she'll go days at home, just live in their life. And I'm like, oh my God, a night at home by myself. I can't do it. Just, it's very, makes me feel very incompetent. It's okay. So anyway, where was I even going with this? What the heck am I talking about? Oh yeah, second thing I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for going to dinner at my mom's house tonight to get us out of this house. Um, And then the third thing I'm grateful for is The kids get to attend their Easter party and Easter egg hunt at daycare tomorrow, which will give me a chance to do some spring cleaning at home. I want to like purge all the stuff I don't need anymore, reorganize stuff. So I'm grateful that they're doing that. So today's topic is eczema part two. So the first time I just kind of gave you guys a little bit of a background on Callie and like what's been going on with hers. She's had it her entire life. Like she had a crazy outbreak when she was just a newborn. And I of course panicked because the things they don't tell parents like that could happen. It looked like she had chemical burns all over her body. And I think it it was just because I treated her soup. Like I let her skin get so dry because I didn't realize that lotion wasn't enough for her because she had eczema and I didn't know what that was at the time. So I had tried to put some sort of lotion on her or I forget exactly what it was, but it just irritated her skin and her, all of the dry spots on her skin that must have already been there just weren't flared up, all turned bright red. So that was kind of where it all started for us. Um, but today, I'm gonna talk about the details of eczema and then, like, how they apply to us. I'm also going to, at some point, tell you guys, like, our final saving grace with getting her eczema under control because she has it very severe. It's like a nightmare trying to keep it under control. So, just to start, what is eczema? Um, It's an inflammatory skin condition, and it causes dry itchy skin that can kind of look like scaly and flaky. Um, It usually appears in like patches or like circles. Um, You can get blisters from it. I've never seen Callie have blisters, but hers definitely will get really red. And at its worst, it will get like it'll start to crack and bleed and then you can also get skin infections because it's extremely itchy and dry so anytime a kid specifically because they they have a harder time controlling their scratching if they scratch at it too much and break the skin open it can cause infections and even easier than a typical kid with like a broken open skin because their skin is basically like a a leaky barrier So not only does moisture leave the skin, but it also allows bacteria and allergens and like airborne viruses and irritants to enter through the skin. So it's really, it gets really easily infected. How do you get eczema and is it contagious? So no, it's not contagious. So if you ever see my baby with a flare up, don't be afraid because it's not like a rash that someone will get from her. Um. It's actually a mixture of genetics and environment, and I don't really know exactly how much environment has a play in the start of Callie having it. I think the environment can trigger it more, but it's definitely genetic, and more specifically, it is a mutation of the philagrin gene. I think that's how you say it. So, that gene is the protective it's like a protein in your skin and that serves as the protective skin barrier so not only does your skin not retain a lot of moisture because it escapes but like i said all of the other bad bad stuff from the environment can easily enter back into the skin so it's just kind of like a lose lose with them it's kind of like a leaky brick wall and once the moisture does leave and it gets too far gone it's really really hard to get it back to a stable level of moisture that the skin needs. So that's that's why it's so hard to mean like to keep under control. So they don't know exactly what causes it like what causes the mutation in the gene or why it happens, but they do have research that shows that people with eczema are linked with other types of autoimmune issues. Um, because eczema is, it's like your body's immune system is overactive. So basically your body thinks that it needs to protect you more than it really does from things. And it'll attack what it feels like is there to harm you. But in return, it causes like massive inflammation. So this is linked to things like asthma and rhinitis, um, stuff like that. So I don't know if Callie is going to have asthma. She doesn't have what like sports induced asthma or anything that I've noticed. So hopefully I'm praying down the line she doesn't get it. But, um, Chris has eczema pretty bad, like in certain areas. And he also gets it around his eyes, which is what she gets, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's definitely in Callie's genes so we're not surprised by any means and i have bronchial asthma so that's another autoimmune issue like a uh, an overactive immune system so another thing that we noticed too with her growing up and her brother Jameson he definitely has a more mild ver- uh a more mild case of eczema than she does his is only mostly on his hands and like a little A little bit over his legs and on his feet, but they both, when they get sick, will have a fever that does not go away for like up to five or six days sometimes. So that definitely makes sense that they have overactive immune systems. Like their body really tries to fight things more than it really needs to. All right. So next, what things do we have to avoid? All right, so the first one, overdressing them because sweat can flare up their eczema. The next couple of things have to do with bath time. So we avoid long baths, hot water, bubble baths, and then anything that you put in the bath, like those little color tablets and stuff like that. Her skin does not agree with any of those. We have to stay away from anything that's scented, so like scented lotions and stuff like that. Scented detergent, we have to get the free and clear no fragrance just you know just a basic detergent and I know like people have even gone further and made their own detergents with like vinegar and I forget what else but I don't trust myself to do that so I haven't done that and the We also actually avoid lotion for her altogether. So like I said, people with eczema, it's like their skin is a leaky barrier. So when we put moisturizer on her, like a lotion, her body will absorb it. But then as soon as it's absorbed, we're back to square one. So I'll talk in a little bit about what we use instead of lotion. Um, We have to be careful with sunscreens. Anything that's just like a mineral-based sunscreen works best for us, like a zinc or whatever. And then what we do use for her would be, like, the sensitive skin soaps. We like to use oils on her skin. They absorb quickly, but they also leave more of a barrier. Pomifera. I bought a healing oil from Pomifera, and I think there's tea tree oil in it, which, fun fact, there are so many things that are natural, antibacterial, antimicrobial that you can use. Like, So the tea tree oil for one. Then there are other things too. Like coconut oil is an antibacterial. Um, Honey is an antibacterial, anti-inflammatory. So what I'm going to start doing is... I also want to try coconut oil. That'll create a barrier right there. So I will keep you guys posted on if those work. Right now I'm just using like a thick Vaseline. um, And then she did get a little bit of a bacterial infection above her lip from it being so cracked and dried and like an open wound kind of but we were prescribed a steroid ointment now the problem with that is those can thin your skin and actually have the opposite effect and dry your skin out more so it's kind of like counter effective like it it helps with the infection but it keeps the skin there even more dry than it was before. So yeah, I think I'm going to try the honey and the coconut oil on her lips and I'll I'll keep you guys posted on that. What else do we use? We after she gets out of the bath, lather her entire body up with Vaseline or Aquaphor every night. Um since her body lacks that natural skin barrier, the filaggrin, we have to give her one. So That's really important, and actually, we're supposed to do that two times a day and make sure that she always is basically just coated from head to toe. Another thing that you can do, which I have not done because she's kind of picky, but there are things in your diet that you can add to kind of act as an anti-inflammatory. So, like, fish, leafy greens, vegetables, um, um, it's good because it adds moisture to the air and anything that will dry out the skin is just asking for it so the humidifier is good the only thing is you have to clean it regularly and stay on top of it because otherwise you can get mold inside the tank and if that happens and you're whoever has the eczema that one of their triggers First of all, the mold is just bad as it is, but that could also be an eczema trigger. So you could be doing something counterproductive with that. So just make sure it's clean with like water and vinegar. Let it run. Um, Colloidal oatmeal. We do oatmeal bath. Oh, what am I saying? Colloidal oatmeal. Did I say oit? oatmeal? (laughs) Another thing we do is colloidal oatmeal. So we do oatmeal baths. They love that. And you're supposed to, that, when you do those baths, you are supposed to keep them in there a little bit longer so it can soak into their skin. And then I saw a good trick, but I've never tried it before. Callie itches her wrists really bad. I think just because she can reach them easily. So, like, her lips and her wrist. For her wrists, if they ever got bad, I might try this, they will sometimes buy, like, the large bandages or even get, like, the medical that soft like wrap to avoid them digging it open like with itching it too hard we also do my mom actually bought her some high socks because since her skin's already dry anything that rubs on the same area for too long will cause it to like start to have a flare up so where the tongue of her shoe is that right there was really really getting bad on her leg. so We just coat it with Vaseline and Aquaphor and then pull the high socks up. So that seems to work too. All right, guys. So what has helped us get this under control? Are you ready? It's so weird. Mermaid jammies. That is a term that I made up, but it's a real thing. This is something that our pediatric dermatologist told me. And when she told me, I was like, this is a joke, right? And I thought she is never going to let me do this. But she is a trooper. Like she really does not complain. What are mermaid jamie? So you I used to have a steroid ointment that I used it was in like a tiny tube that I used to spot treat her breakouts and it was just like so meticulous because if you saw the pictures of her, she her entire body was broken out. Um, So what this pediatric dermatologist did was she prescribed us a tub of it, like an aquaphor-sized tub of it. And she said, Bethany, slather it all over her. Put it everywhere on her skin. Um, And then what you're going to do is you're going to take her pajamas, like a fitted pair of pajamas, and get them completely wet with like a warm water. Wring them out. Put them on her. And then over those wet pajamas, put a pair of dry pajamas. And then that's how she'll sleep all night. And she said, do this every day for two weeks. And then after that, do it every day, every other day for two weeks. And then after that, just do it as needed. So I cannot even tell you. The first night we did it, she woke up. I want to say like 80% better after one night of doing it. And then if she really doesn't have any spots, we will do it with just Vaseline and maybe not as many nights during the week. Yeah, mermaid jammies. It's amazing. Speaking of bath time, there's a myth that you should only bathe them like once a week. My dermatologist was like, she asked how many times I bathe them. I was like, typically every other night because they have really dry skin. She said, okay, that's perfect. Just like sometimes you'll read online if they have dry skin to only give them bath like twice a week or once a week. And she said for for kids who have eczema, that's actually worse to do because of the allergens and irritants that get into the leaky barrier. So you want to constantly... At least rinse them you don't have to wash them with soap every single night but at least rinse them or give them a bath every other night um, just to make sure they're getting all of the environment whatever off of their skin every day or every other day so for our lips issue I did say I wanted to try the honey and the coconut oil um, one product that we do use for her lips is I'm always kind of weird about her lips because I don't want her to get any, like, medicated ointment in her mouth. We, okay, you know, like, the Vaseline tub? It's like a square tub with a blue lid. They make these cutest things in the entire world. They're, like, little teeny tiny mini Vaseline tubs. They look exactly like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Vaseline. And it's specifically for lips, and it's, like, creme brulee flavor. So, she takes that with her all over. Um, We always have like 14 things of chapstick. So, as far as triggers go, I'm kind of like backtracking a little bit. Triggers are going to be kind of hard to track because eczema triggers, I found this really interesting and I don't know the science behind it, but they have a leg time from whenever they're like your skin is exposed to it, there's a leg time before you will have a flare up. So it makes it hard to identify what's causing it. But what we have kind of figured out is um anytime the furnace is running too much, sometimes seasonal like pollen specifically will do it, and chlorine shall help flare up after being in the pool, especially at like an outer place, like um like a hotel or the rec center because there's even more chlorine. Ah, uh, let's see there are a lot of triggers, like so many triggers. I feel like maybe everything could be one based on the person, but, um, some more popular ones that people experience more often are like dairy, mold, dust. But surprisingly enough for how bad Callie's eczema is, we did take her to an allergist and she had no allergies. I know I said that in my part one, but it just blows my mind. All right, guys, that's my big secret. Mermaid jammies. If anyone has kids that have really bad eczema, give this a try with like Aquaphor. Hydrocortisone really does a good job on Callie too. Like if she has a flare up, if I put that on like around her eyes. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. She gets it really bad on her eyelids. The eyelids are so Hard to treat because the skin on your eyelids is thinner than the rest of your skin. One thing about topical steroids is that it causes your skin to thin a little bit. So it's kind of dangerous to put on your eyelids. The dermatologist did prescribe us like an oil at one point just because it spreads easier, or our family doctor did that actually. It spreads easier. The hydrocortisone is less invasive, it's like a little bit. More gentle, so the hydrocortisone was a good thing for us around the eyes. Here's something weird though Callie's face will be really flared up, and when she wears her wet pajamas, even though it's not touching her face, it still absorbs all of that moisture, and her face looks a thousand times better. That like blew my mind the first time. All right, guys, I think that's all I have for you today. I know it's a lot of information. Hopefully, this will help somebody who is struggling with it the same way we were. I know it's like the worst feeling ever as a parent seeing your kid just completely broken out and knowing that you've tried everything and nothing is working. So, hopefully, our saving grace can be someone else's as well. And if anyone else has any other like life-saving tips or tricks that they found with their kids who have eczema or even for themselves, please let me know. I love finding new things to do to help my girl. And on that note, subscribe. Don't miss the next episode. I'm not even going to say Tuesday because who knows? Who knows when it's going to be? Every time I say it's going to be a certain time something comes up. So I'm not even going to jinx myself. But on that note, I hope you guys have a great day. I love y'all and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey mama.